0: More local news, more news that matters more often than all other sources combined. The Wave 979 WHAV.
1: So, good morning and happy Veterans Day. Thank you to all our veterans, not just Vietnam, but of all the wars that fought so valiantly and served our country so honorably so that we today can stand here as free people and have a ceremony like this in spite of a pandemic. This is new, this is a new location. It's a a more modest ceremony. We weren't able to do a parade this year, as you know. Uh, Everything was canceled in 2020, Uh, but it it, it didn't stop us from, from gathering here today to remember and commemorate and celebrate those heroes who served their country, our country, so honorably so that we can be free in 2020. going to start with an opening prayer. It's titled Vietnam War Remembered. Almighty God, we are here today to pay tribute to brave men and women, living and dead, who have gone to a distant land called Vietnam. Accept our thanksgiving for their sacrifices and the sacrifices of their families. Cause us to never to take for granted their devotion to liberty. May the good work of seeking justice for the oppressed and peace for all mankind be rewarded with success, that their sacrifices shall not have been in vain. And may we never fail to remember the awesome cost of the freedom which we enjoy. Grant, we pray, joy and fulfillment to those still living. And for those who are at rest, remember them, O Lord, in your mercy and have compassion on us. Make us a generation of wisdom, discipline, and good faith. Thank you. Next, we are going to have a young man. His name is Nicholas Castillo, and he's going to come up and sing the national anthem for us. Nick, come on up.
2: Oh, say, does that star spangled banner yet wave for the land of the free and the home of the brave?
1: Thank you very much, Nick. I will have you know that our chairman of this commission, Ralph Basilea, found Nick at the 11th hour to participate in this ceremony. And now that we've found him, he will be back. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'd now like to introduce the mayor of the city of Haverhill, James J. Fiorentini. Thanks, Tom. You
0: know, the Vietnam uh, Memorial Commission did such an outstanding job in this park. I used to play football here. It was just a vacant field. And I know members of the commission are here, Tom Sullivan, uh, Linda Gambino, Ralph Bazalier, Chuck Grandmason. Can I ask all the members who put this park together to stand and be recognized for an absolutely fantastic job?
1: Oh,
0: sorry, I didn't see you back who was on it? Melinda, I know you were yeah, on Joe. it. Joe? Joe. Joe? Yeah. Joe Bevilacqua, Melinda Barrett. I don't know who I missed. Who would I miss, Ralph? Uh, Dan Bleward, Patrick Driscoll. Ah, Dan Druid, Patrick Driscoll. Uh, Keith, <laughs> Keith, thank you very much. And I want to thank all of you for coming here today as we commemorate our veterans here at the Vietnam Memorial. Veterans Day is a day to honor all of our veterans, those who fought in war to keep us free and those who served in peacetime so that others didn't have to go to war. I think it's fitting today at the Vietnam Memorial that we specifically honor those who served in Vietnam. The Vietnam War was controversial. Millions of Americans, including me, protested it, opposed it, thought it was wrong. But the men who served and the millions of others who served weren't the cause of the war. They were the victims of it. They were called to serve their country when no one else wanted to do so. They had nothing to do with the policies that led to the war. All that was done in Washington. Now, because the war was so controversial, it made it harder for these men. Men coming back from World War I and World War II, and even Korea were treated as heroes, but the men coming back from Vietnam were not. Many of them never spoke of their service. Many of them were untold and unsung heroes who never mentioned even to their family and friends the service of their heroism. They sometimes developed severe medical and emotional problems that lasted them all through their lifetimes. Their stories are all too often forgotten. This memorial today memorializes those who paid the ultimate sacrifice and didn't come back. And I want to recognize a Vietnam veteran who's with us today, my good friend, Chuck Mason. Thank you very much. Are there other Vietnam veterans who are here today? And we have here with us Linda Gambino, whose brother Michael is memorialized on this wall. Let me thank And we have another Vietnam veteran right there. Thank you for your service. There were so many others who served and whose stories have been forgotten, but we can never forget. And I'd like to remember two here today. Not far from here, where I grew up, there was a young woman who lived at the bottom of Boardman Street. Her name was Debbie. I don't have permission to use her whole name, but I'm sure I'll get it in a few minutes. She went on to marry a man named Randy. They moved up to New Hampshire, and Randy was a young infantry officer sent to Vietnam. One day he had a grenade thrown at him. It split open his stomach and nearly killed him. He survived the grenade, but Agent Orange was everywhere in Vietnam. For him, for all of the men who served, it was in the water they drank and water they bathed in. It was in the water they washed their clothes with, and it was in their clothes. Agent Orange was in their food, and in the jungles they were forced to live in. Randy survived the hand grenade. Thanks to great medical care, he came back here to Haverhill and then to New Hampshire, went on to school, and he and his family thrived. But Agent Orange caught up to him. Today he survives, but the remains of Agent Orange and the grenade attached caught up with him. Debbie has dedicated her life to taking care of Randy and advocating for him so he doesn't have to go into a nursing home where he's now completely crippled and completely disabled. Randy's story can be forgotten no longer. The other story I want to tell you is a man I was friendly with in grade school. His name was John Gilmartin. John graduated from me in Abel enlisted in the United States Navy. He served his country for not one but two two tours of duty as a member of the Navy Riverine Force in the Vietnam War. He was called to duty and then he went back a second time. He was wounded twice but he never spoke of it with his family and to this day his brother doesn't know how he was wounded. He was given four commendations for heroism, a bronze star for heroism, two purple hearts, one gold star in the Vietnam service medal and two bronze medals. He survived his two wounds. He su- but like Randy, he was exposed to Agent Orange for the entire time he was there. When John came back to Havel, he became a recluse. He stuck to himself, really left his home. I was friendly with John in grade school, but when I saw him, I didn't recognize him. Ultimately, complications from his wounds killed him. And he died a few years back. There are so many stories like this, of heroes who went off to forgot in this forgotten war. Heroes whose stories have been forgotten, but we can never forget them. There are stories behind each of the men who are listed on this memorial. There are stories behind so many of you and your family members who have served in Vietnam and through all of the other wars. To each of those who served, to your family members to Chuck and to Linda, to all of you who served, and to all of you who are veterans, all we can say is we will not forget and thank you for your service. To each of you who's a veteran, please raise your hand so that we can thank you today. As the representative of a grateful city, I can only say thank you and God bless you. Thank you for coming today.
1: Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you very much. Our legislative delegation is with us here today, and I have to uh, say that they were tremendous in their support of our effort to create this memorial here in this park. This park was created through public and private funds, and a majority of those public funds came from the state house, thanks to our legislative delegation, who I would like to introduce right now. Our State Senator, Diana DeSaglio. Our state rep here in Haverhill, one of our state reps, Andy Vargas. A state rep and a military veteran from Methuen who also represents a piece of Haverhill. She's been awesome. Representative Linda Dean Campbell. And another state rep who also has a piece of Haverhill. Done a very good job for all of us here, Lenny Mera. Thank you all for coming. I, I know you do need to uh, get to Methorn for another one of these, so I wanna keep the uh, program going. So thank you very much. Next, we're going to have the laying of the wreaths and I would like to call up Chuck Rand Mason, as well as our veteran service director, Luis Santiago, if he's here, is Luis here? I know he was trying to get here. If he's not here, we are going to have the second wreath Uh, presented and laid by Linda Gambino Baxter. So if you can come up now, please. Each one of you will take the wreath and lay it and present it in front of the monument, please. Thank you both very much. Next, I would like to invite up to the microphone to give us a few words Keith Gopsell Keith is the commander of Lorraine Post 29 VFW, a veterans organization that is near and dear to my heart. Although I never served in the military, my dad was a US Navy veteran. He was a veteran service director back in the 1970s up until his passing in 85. He started a Santa parade in 64 with a great group of veterans, a parade that still goes on today. Although it will not be the traditional event It has been in years past. We do intend to hold a food and toy collection drive during the parade next Sunday, the the 22nd actually, from 12 to 3, and you'll be hearing more about that on social media and traditional media. We do invite everyone in this city to participate in this food and toy collection drive, which will benefit needy families in this time, and especially in this time of crisis. So it's with great pleasure that I introduce Commander Gopsell from the VFW.
3: Hello, I want to begin by expressing my gratitude to everyone for joining us and for giving me the opportunity to speak to you today. For the world, for our country, and for our community, 2020 has been an unusual difficult year from facing the stress and fears of the coronavirus pandemic to overcoming the isolation and aftermath of quarantine. For some it might have been easier to forget about today and make a promise to ourselves to make it up next year with a bigger celebration, but I'm honored that you have taken the time out of your lives to help us endure, ensure Veterans Day remains a special day. Veterans Day is a day on which we as Americans have a lot to remember. We remember the war's fault to defend, protect, and preserve the freedoms we enjoy in this country. We also remember all those who have bravely bravely gone to war and who have given of themselves so that others can live in peace and safety. And we also remember those who have gone to war and paid the ultimate price for those freedoms, like the 13 Haverhill heroes honored here at Millbrook Park. Those of us who care to honor American heroes gathered together today because we are honoring our sons and daughters, our mothers and fathers, and our brothers and sisters who have, who are serving on behalf of everyone in our great country just like the generations of American patriots did before them. As veterans, we understand that wherever there is peace, wherever there is freedom, there is also a threat to them. And as the decades and centuries have passed, generations of men and women have bravely and selfishly heeded the call to serve. To me, this isn't just another day overlooked and ignored. Rather, is a day to honor the millions of soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and Coast Guardsmen who have selflessly gone whenever and wherever they are called. Veterans Day also continues to be a day of reflection. I can tell you now that those who have served in the military share common values and that serving our nation brings with it a special bond that is forged by common experiences. Veterans differ, differ in every way imaginable but we possess an equal love of our home, family, and country. I believe that each of us have, has a deeper appreciation for freedom and take a special pride in knowing we have been responsible for ensuring that freedom remains, not just for Americans, but for so many around the world. I hope today serves to motivate us all with a renewed sense of patriotism, purpose, and pride for America is truly the best country on earth as a direct result of those who have served it. Thank you to all my brothers and sisters in arms. Today is our day. Now let's enjoy it.
1: Thank you, Commander. Um, That is our program, but before we leave, I want to continue to recognize people who have made this day possible here at this park. In addition to the mayor who supported this idea from the onset, uh, my fellow city councilors without their support, uh, this would not have happened. And with us today, we have Councilor John Mitchinson. The next two councilors I'm going to introduce were also key members of this commission who gave a lot of their time and talent to making sure that this project uh, came to fruition. We have president Melinda Barrett, and City Councilor Joe Bevilacqua. Again, before we take our leave and move on with our day, I just want to say thank you. It's a very emotional moment for me because my dad was at the original dedication of the Vietnam Vets Memorial at Basilea Bridge. I would have been all of maybe eight years old I don't remember that day. But I did grow up, and I would drive by the Basilia Bridge, and occasionally I would look over at that monument. And as a government major and as an attorney, I, in school I learned how important monuments were as symbols. And I would look at that monument and wonder why. Why is something there on a corner of a bridge that nobody can really see? So when a gentleman, who most of us know, a Vietnam veteran named Lou Fossarelli led the charge to move that monument. He spurred so much excitement and so much energy. He got Ralph Bazilear involved and when Ralph takes on a project, Ralph completes a project. And I want to say this place looks like it does right now uh, because Ralph made sure. Back to the story, and I'll end it here. When we had an opportunity to move that monument, everybody jumped on it. And in two years or so, we did it. And not only did we move it, we replaced it. And for those of you who do not know, the original 13, the 13 men, the original monument is buried below the new monument, which is the proper thing to do. So that monument lives on, but a greater monument has been created above it, and now we have a beautiful park. Next year, we're going to have a beautiful Plug Pond because the mayor committed to an improvement project over at Plug Pond. We're going to extend the beauty right into the park and right over to Winnie Kinney. This is probably one of the most pristine areas in the city of Haverhill, made even more so now by the presence of a real, fitting tribute to Vietnam veterans. Those who have gone. And those who are still with us. Thank you all for coming and feel free to tour the park and come again in a quiet moment to reflect. Thank you very, very much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Listener supported local public radio for the Merrimack Valley. 979 WHAV. Catch the way WHAV!